Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very accomplished and respected leader from the social sector, Professor, Professor Somesh Singh. Professor Singh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Professor Singh is the co-founder of Craft Village. He is the former director and member of the National Institute of Apparel Management. He's an alumni of NIFT. He's headed NID's apparel design. He's amongst uh, the renowned fashion and craft educators of the country, and he's been recognized, felicitated, and awarded globally. So, uh, Soveshi, tell me a little bit about your own journey before we come to Craft Village. Thank you so much, uh, Ashish ji for calling me. And uh, it's such a wonderful, uh, you know, uh, feeling to be on world's largest podcast platform, you know, what you were telling me. And that's Thank fantastic. A lot of young people are, you know, now listening to this conversation. And I'm sure that, you know, it will bring something insightful. So as far as my journey is concerned, I'm a fashion design graduate from NIF. Then I was uh, in NID for 10 years as a professor. Mm. And then I became director of Institute of Apparel Management. And that was for seven years. Mm. And then I started the present venture, present thing, you know, which is called as Craft Village. Mm. So... Okay. So the journey is interestingly into first into, of course, getting educated in fashion design, mm. then teaching and mentoring students into fashion design. Yeah. So almost, uh, almost 20 years in that. And then seven years being into uh, social sector, which is craft mm. and interacting with, you know, thousands and lakhs of people and families mm. to understand the indigenous, you know, heritage and culture of India. Fascinating. So what was your motivation to move from uh, you know, teaching uh, and doing your own designs to starting Craft Village? So frankly, it is not my motivation. It was uh, my better half's decision. Okay. And I just came on board. And <laughs> okay. this is the sector, you know, I uh, frankly had no interest. Mm. I mean, uh, fashion is too glamorous. Craft is non-glamorous, mm. you know, so transition from glamorous to non-glamorous, you know, I was not able to imagine it. Okay. But she then decided that she has to build this, you know, and uh, work for the craftsmen of this country. Mm. So when I entered into this, then I realized that, you know, like the photograph at your back, which is like, mm. you know, majority was is ocean. The craft is also ocean of India. Mm. And with so much of diversity, so much of, you know, cultural milieu to, mm. you know, to everything. You no, know, I mean, everything is craft, actually. Mm. And then when I started getting deeper into it, then I realized, oh, the, uh, I mean, I frankly, you know, I was so myopic to think that this is not a great opportunity. This is not a great industry or a sector. Mm. But as I started meeting people, I can't tell you, I mean, then... <laughs> Fully interested now. I mean, you know, my entire thing. I can imagine. I mean, you know, you spent uh, over two decades in the social sector with crafts. Uh, tell me, how do you mobilize and empower the creative community and connect micro entrepreneurs? 
see you you used a word uh, called micro entrepreneurs which is very right because craft sector is full of micro entrepreneurs correct and every family unit is in uh, in a is an organization hmm. family unit right correct so husband does something wife does something else hmm. children also cooperate hmm. their family members also become part of this organizational setup right right so craft is a basically a family organization hmm. right which is uh, the first thing the second is that if you work, work with one craft person mm. you are actually working with say on an average 30 to 50 more mm. because you know he is going to go back and work with those 30 to 50 more mm. so employment to one or even opportunity to one means you are given opportunity to almost 30 to 50 more correct people, correct right so it has a chain reaction that mm. chain reaction kind of impact mm. so this way i mean when we started reaching out to uh, you know masters the masters they created a chain furthermore to their 50 100 people who were working with them mm. so slowly slowly we built a network of around 100000 craft person you know across india wow mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's massive that's massive absolutely absolutely yeah but now when you look at uh, the crafts uh, you know the, the masters and 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 people uh, in different kinds of crafts in our country one of the general impressions that i carry is that uh, they don't get the true value of the work they do i would love to get your perspective on this you are 100% right but you know but problem is of i think there is a very uh, you know catch 20 situation here mm. because first of all artisans don't know how to command well correct you know because they are coming mostly from rural setting mm. right and in urban setting you have brand you know you also use the brand correct mm. so brand you know so brand is what fetches you a better value mm. so the first point is that the urban and rural connect was disconnect was so much mm. that actually you know people could not really identify with those products those you know items those things which they were producing mm. so hence you know most of them perceive that as a decorative item mm. that is one second is all credit to uh, you know our ngos who have definitely been doing a lot of you know works in social sector mm. but if you keep on asking you know as a donation 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 what perception are you going to build for a product mm. you'll build a product perception of mercy you know correct so the point is okay i mean mercifully you pay something mm. and take something i mean that has been the you know tragedy of this particular sector mm. so as a result what happened is that's the perception you know which people form mm. and therefore they are not ready to give the value mm. so once they are not you know if they perceive you are not for profit and they just want to do some you know kind of you know asan mm. so they will just stay like that you know mm. that is a big dilemma mm. so hence you are 100% right the sector has this biggest problem of mercifulness which is not acceptable because this mm. is a trade this is a sector Correct. they are making for their livelihood mm. and they are making fabulous products mm. which is timeless and invaluable actually mm. right absolutely and uh, sumeshi what role does craft village play in supporting and promoting the work being done by these artisans around the country so you know when we started craft village it was started on a very basic principle mm-hmm. the principle is that there are two ends to uh, you know to anything front end and back end mm-hmm. we realize that everybody is working back end you know there is no brand there is no retailing there is no selling system you know there is no up value mm-hmm. so customer as a result got disconnected mm. so we said that you know what is the major thrust for craft village that is training and promotion mm. 
right so we we train people which means not craft person mm. but the whole world you know mm. so that they understand the importance and value of craft and instill into their own you know thought process mm. that it is also equally important right so we started training people and we trained around 40 to 50000 people so far mm. they are all urban population okay from ice officer doctors engineers to professors to everybody you know who we train on different you know uh, value of craft and the second was promotion uh, we started india craft league mm. because the problem was that there was no platform which actually you know help up market mm. i mean craft persons dilemma is you know you'll always find them displaying on the road or displaying on the you know table correct when their products you know they also need to be curated in a you know better manner absolutely so we uh, you know we realized that okay paintings need to be curated as a gallery you know product needs to be curated as you know how the store would look like mm. textiles will be curated as a how the textile store will be mm. so that you know people start instilling on building those perception in terms of value mm. so we started building value for which we uh, did you know uh, this india craft week and we work for the promotion mm. and uh, you won't believe this has become one serious platform yeah, where exactly. today artisans directly meet with buyers mm. and do a lot of business so that yeah. that was the whole idea amazing and you know i've spoken to many people who support uh, the kind of work you are doing yeah. and one of the challenges that they have always faced with a lot of our artisans is the supply chain ji yeah. ki you know if someone has made a commitment that i will deliver 10 pieces on so and so date they may not arrive on time ji yeah. how do you handle such a diverse uh, range of artisans um, and make sure that the products arrive on time <laughs> oh, you you hit the nail you know mm. i mean how come you really you know found out such <laughs> key issues <laughs> so it's incredible uh, you mm. know there are two key issues right if you treat them like a vendor mm. you will get into the problems which you were talking about. correct if you treat purely like a vendor mm. order they dia and then you know you just wait wait and wait they will deliver one day absolutely it doesn't happen that Mm. you have to treat them like a partner okay and your own you know unit mm. so suppose if your partner right or your own unit mm. how would you help them to develop those kind of you know functioning insights see it's not their problem they are not exposed to such kind of a setup you know Correct. which call for example as a assembly line production mm. which happens all over mm. the world mm. they are not uh, you know introduced to suppose they have to make i mean they are making 10 pieces a day mm-hmm. and you are asking them to make say 30 pieces increase three times productivity right so also guide them mm-hmm. it's possible you know i mean recently we were on a visit to a village in odisha mm-hmm. and that's exactly we talked about that how through creating a assembly setup mm-hmm. you can do your productivity in almost two to three times more and it is possible you know so that is the thing which is there mm-hmm. so and the yeah so please go ahead yeah. please go ahead yeah, please sure. go ahead so the point here is what you're saying is very right mm-hmm. so my appeal to all the companies all the people who are giving orders is very simple mm-hmm. do not treat them like a vendor mm-hmm. treat them like a partner and help them grow help them understand how you can increase the productivity how wonderful how wonderful my next question is that you know you spoke a little bit about branding and 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 display Mm-hmm. you know whether it is uh, art whether it is uh, uh, you know any other piece of uh, uh, work that has been done you got to curate it well so that the customers are able to see it ji mm-hmm. 
my question to you is, Someshi, what goes into building a strong handicraft brand, and you have created it for Craft Village? Thank you so much, Ash Ashutosh. The first most important thing is you need to have ethos in place mm. because you know, I mean, are you really authentic? Mm. Question. I mean, not in the hold of you know doing expansive and mindset or you know doing too much of products. Mm. You are exploiting craft. Mm. You have to understand that what realistically you can achieve. Correct. Point number one. Mm. Point number two. Are these craft coming from a certain lineage? Because then only get the you get the design language which has been in existence for thousands of years. Right. Right. So you cannot you know I mean look at de-alienating that from the lineage. Mm. So look at that. That is point number two. Point number three is educate customers. Mm. Customers are very much interested in stories. Mm. They are not just interested in products. Mm. So how the story of each product is reaching to them, mm. through what medium you know through what way, so that you know they start building a certain value. Mm. Fourth point is world is talking about slow, sustainable, organic, circular. Mm. Craft does that for mm. thousands of years. Any Indian craft you pick up, it has these four five components in built into it. Mm. So golden time for everybody. I mean, just talk about a simple product with all these things, you will have it. So this is fourth, and the fifth is you have to make sure that you know they are able to deliver quality in time and in right pricing. Mm. Right. So if you are able to look at from front to back end, mm. you will do wonders. And last thing is, do not help them design. Okay. I mean, ask them to do things themselves. Then only they are artisans. Otherwise, they will become artisanal labors. Mm. And we don't want them to become artisanal labors. We want to become, you know, we treat them as artisans mm. who has their own creativity coming into the world. Very interesting. You know, I was also speaking to somebody else and one of the things that uh, this person who's working in a specific sector of crafts, uh, mm -hmm. he told me that as a result of their intervention and support and exactly what you said, treat them like partners, a lot of young next generation people who had started to leave have come back to the same craft. Are you also experiencing something similar? That is correct. Because mm -hmm. if they find, you know, uh, uh, worth, I mean, see, two things only attract people. Correct. Right. Let's talk about new generation, money and fame. Mm -hmm. If these two things are missing in anything, why should they be getting attracted to it? Correct. So if they see that their families now started to get fame, mm -hmm. recognition, and they also start a decent amount of money, mm -hmm. they say, oh, this is a lovely work, you know, why should we, you know, I mean, leave it and go and do something else. Mm -hmm. So it is completely right. Mm. And I, we have seen that, you know, those artisans who have started to earn very well, mm. their, you know, their uh, kins have started, you know, coming in. Mm. So that's not a problem. Absolutely right. Very interesting. You're, you know, you just mentioned that you're giving a lot of the artisans a voice and the ability to earn. Can you give me some interesting examples of how, uh, you know, your support has actually turned around the fortunes of families? Okay. So I'll give you... Many examples, but I'll give you one example because we have limited time. Mm -hmm. So one uh, Pashmina, for example, right? Shawl is a dying craft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason is very simple. I mean, we have one artisan family, which is called Meer family in Kashmir. Mm -hmm. So earlier they used to work with 800 looms. Mm -hmm. Now they have 80 looms. Okay. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, 110 almost. Mm -hmm. Now the reason is demand, lack of demand. Correct. So when we met them, we said, what is the problem? They said, shawls, nobody buys. Mm -hmm. Winter is also shrunk. Mm -hmm. So nobody is buying, so we are not producing it. Hmm. 
we said okay now let's try that can we convert this shawl into a product hmm. they said humne kabhi try nahi kiya we have never tried but hmm. we can try so we got two shawls we gave to nift and pearl hmm. to good institutions and asked them to do conversion one into a garment one into a couch okay both of both of them came back and said not possible hmm. because you try to stitch it gets torn hmm. because you know it's world's finest fabric right. yeah yeah we went back to kashmir we told them that you know you have to think of something because mm. this has to be treated as fabric also we want to really increase demand mm. so his grandfather mm. he said you know we used to wear garment in 50s yeah made out of pashmina mm. wow and they then started to basically you know i mean uh, he recalled the technique mm. and he revived the technique which was lost 60 years back wow in the process you know i mean if we didn't mm. have probe they would never would have actually you know revived that technique mm. so they created 5 meter of fabric half of that was converted into garment half of that was converted into couch mm. one japanese buyer came at india craft she bought 100000 meters of that fabric amazing and which he's been producing for last 3 years mm. till you know continuing that order and you know what is the feedback which mm. came from one of the clients in germany mm. it helped me save energy wow Wow. So look at you know a craft from Kashmir mm. into climate change. Mm. So you know so this is the the kind of impact. So I mean he's earned incredible. I mean he's busy all across the year. Mm. So this is what and we look at it. We didn't intervene in design. Mm. Let him make the fabric. We'll only use into end application. You know. Right. How... Amazing. What an amazing story. What have been. So I've got time for a few more questions. My next sure, question sure. to you is that. for someone who came out of NIFT you know headed NIDs apparel design unit started came into the social sector and your early years must have been a challenge i want to ask you what have been some of your challenges and your challenges and your learnings as you have scaled up craft village see the biggest challenge is that uh, nobody wants to support the sector mm. let's be very honest mm. you know the moment you go to and tell them that you do craft because of the impression of not for profit mm. asking for donation and all mm. that jazz mm. they'll just you know, say don't waste our time mm. so i have seen so much of denial mm. you know from everybody that i realized that okay it's interesting to see that you know people say no i mean mm. there was a very interesting uh, right. you know story where mm. uh, i remember you know it was a saying for one of our directors at an id mm. that you know you enter his office so he will say whatever your question is my answer is no <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> so it's the same situation here, you know. That whatever you know, I mean, where you want to talk anything, they will say no. Mm. And uh, first, uh, you know, I remember I had, uh, you know, when we started in two thousand fifteen, October, November, I wrote three hundred fifty mails, mm. and you won't believe Ashutosh ji, nobody replied on a single mail. Wow. And those people are now today writing to us constantly to become partner or to be part of it. Mm. I mean, why do you do this? You Correct. Know? I mean, just. <laughs> we are courteous enough to reply to you. Absolutely, well said. <laughs> well said. You know, Craft Village has also been declared a national entity by the yeah. World Crafts Council. What does this recognition mean for you as as a co-founder and for the artisans in general of our country? Uh, basically, Ashutosh ji, national entity is the organization that represents India globally. 
you know that's the definition of it mm. in world craft council mm. and world craft council is like unido undp mm. who you know yeah. the organization for craft world mm. global organization mm. and the only national entity in world craft council was craft council of india mm. which was for so many years correct but because you know we worked and we reached we created a global outreach for craftsmen mm. and not only in india mm. but for all the global you know craft person okay to have exchange with each other which was mm. not happening before mm. i mean so world craft council you know the board became so happy and mm. they said you know this is the fastest growing organization we have seen globally mm. and then they created a special position for us to become the national entity from india amazing which means we represent now india mm. into the world forum of world craft council wow congratulations that's Thank amazing you so much, Ashish. amazing very very proud of you Thank and my last question to you Samesh which is for the many many people who will listen to our conversation ji based on your amazing journey as a designer as the co-founder of craft village what would you say are three lessons you want our young viewers and listeners to take away from your own journey and from our conversation <laughs> this, is, this is really incredible you know so yeah so the first lesson is that whenever you will try to do something different mm-hmm. you will face challenges mm-hmm. you will face denial yeah and you will face lot of resistance yeah right that is the first lesson so but yeah. the point is do not get disheartened yeah and believe in your dreams which yeah. everybody says so i am also saying because mm-hmm. that also i have experienced mm-hmm. point number 2 is once you grow mm-hmm. remember you know where you were yeah i mean you should not become like somebody else that you don't even care start caring about you know people remember yeah. that you know as i was telling about my mail experience yeah that nobody reply to my mail yeah but if i've grown today if every anybody writes to me i should reply back yeah. right so i should learn something from that and be yeah. modest that yeah. is point number 2 mm. point number 3 is explore your own culture and tradition wonderful it has so much knowledge yeah so much insight yeah it has so much you know which is not talked about anywhere in textbook or on google mm. and once you discover that you create a completely new genre of new language wonderful a new knowledge wonderful wonderful so that is that is my fabulous is my fabulous and on that note uh, somesh ji and your three wonderful lessons you will face challenges denial and resistance don't get disheartened the second one was once you grow remember where you were which means stay grounded and Absolutely. the third one is explore your own culture which i think you have done very very admirably in craft village thank you so much for speaking to me thank you for talking to me about your own journey about craft village uh, about all the work that you are doing thank you also for sharing with me the story of the peer family where you <laughs> seem to have changed the fortunes um just by giving new ideas and i'm sure you will continue to do that for many many artisans in uh, who are associated with craft village thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you thank you so much ashutosh ji real pleasure thank you thank you for listening to the brand called you videocast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world 
do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.